Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, today I'm going to look at a passage of scripture that's so big I haven't got enough time to read it. And so I'm just going to touch on it and you can go there to read it yourself. Now, if you don't have a Bible, you can go to the Impactors Online uh, website uh, where we show the Impactors Online. If you look underneath, there is a Bible right there uh, in one of the tabs. Click on the Bible tab and you can load in Hebrews chapter 11. Because in this series, we're talking about living in faith. And this chapter, which is all about faith, is confronting because it challenges you and me to ask the question about how do we implement faith more deeply in our life? And it gives us a model about how we are to live. What we read in this passage is that many of the things that were overcome were the things done in the natural, things that even went against what was normal. And yet faith permitted even uh, world events, physical events to be overcome because of what these people believed in terms of their conviction about God. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. I'm just going to read every time it says by faith and who they were. And then you can go back and read the whole chapter. Verse four, it says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain's. Verse five, by faith, Enoch was taken so that he didn't experience death. In verse 7, by faith Noah warned by God about events as yet unseen, respected the warning and built an ark to save his household. Verse 8, by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out uh, for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. By faith Abraham stayed for a time in the land he'd been promised. Verse 11, by faith he received power uh, of procreation, even though he was too old and Sarah herself was barren. Verse 17, by faith, Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac. He who had received the promises was ready to, to offer up his only son. The promise being that your, through your son, your descendants will number the stars. And yet God asked him to sacrifice him. Verse 20, by faith, Isaac invoked blessings for the future of Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the top of his staff. Verse 22, by faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites. Verse 22, by faith, Moses was hidden by his parents for three months after his birth. Verse 24, by faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called a son of Pharaoh's daughter. Verse 27, by faith, Moses left Egypt, unafraid of the king's anger. Verse 29, by faith, Moses, uh, the people passed through the Red Sea. Verse 30, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. By faith, Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish with those who were disobedient. Now you can stop and say, so what? These are all these by faith things. It was by faith. It was by, by trust. In other words, it was confidence in who God was. And it was that quiet confidence that God will do this for me. That the circumstances I face, whatever they are, that God can overcome. And I walk and I live believing that he, he can do that. So then we read something very interesting in verse uh, 33, uh, 32. And we'll put this on the screen. And what more should I say? 
For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samuel, Jephthah, uh, of David and Samuel and the prophets. The writer of Hebrews says, I can't just keep talking about, I don't have enough time to talk about all these other people who live by faith. This is what they did. You know, they through faith conquered kingdoms. Through faith, they administered justice. Through that faith, they obtained promises. Through faith, they shut the mouths of lions. Through faith, they quenched raging fire. Through faith, escaped the edge of the sword. Who faith, through faith, won uh, strength out of weakness. Um, through faith, became mighty in war. Through faith, put foreign armies to flight. Through what faith, women received their dead from the resurrection. And it goes on and on and on. And what's it saying is this. That we are called to live our life in the trust of who God is. That through faith means I'm looking at who you are, God. That you will do it, God. And as I have my eyes upon you and as I experience conversion in my life, I walk in the steps of the direction that you're calling me to. And that the things that I overcome are things that people would say are impossible. They can't be done. Things that are in the natural, things that are supernatural occur when we live in faith. Now, that's very theoretical. And what we need to learn is we need to learn in our heart and our prayer, Lord God, I, I believe in you. Allow me to walk in faith, in the trust of you, in the midst of the circumstances that I face, in the, in the challenges that I have in my life. Allow me to walk in the faith and in the trust of you. Walking in the knowledge that you will do it for me. It's a remarkable uh, concept, this idea of faith. It's not just a concept, that's probably a wrong word. It's solid reality that as all of these greats of history put their trust in God, God blessed them. And so we're called to be sold out. We're called to be full on for God. We're called to be crazy enough to believe that that which God asks of us, he will bring to pass. He will bring to pass and we walk in the direction of him bringing it to pass. In the next few days, I head to meetings that were delayed, the Tulsa meetings. Matter of fact, one of the meetings has been moved to St. Louis in Missouri. And I'm going to be there in the next couple of days for these meetings. And I want to ask you to pray. Why am I going? I'm going in faith. Literally, literally, I'm living this. I'm going in faith. I believe that we can reach more people for Christ. I believe that we can start a movement of people around the world who believe that faith is so important that they want others to have it. I believe that we can create a movement of people that where God would do the extraordinary to bring people to faith. Where many of us feel defeated about our sons and daughters, our husband or wife or friends, that they're falling away from church. I believe that God in faith can reverse that. And so I want to ask you in these next few days, would you pray? Would you pray with all of your might? Would you give thanks to God in advance that God is going to give us the means to reach more people, that God is going to connect us to more people? That's why I'm traveling. That's why I'm going there. I'm going so that we could proclaim the gospel to more, to more and to more people. I need your prayer right now. But even more than that, I need your faith. I need your faith. God, you can. I need you to stop and say, God, you can. And so in you, I trust.
My faith is in you. My quiet confidence is in you that you will do this for us. Lord, that we would reach more people. Would you pray? Now, if you want to continue to pray for us, you can go to uh, the website, fill out the form here. Uh, pray for Tulsa and for where all these meetings will be held, which is all about reaching more people for Christ. And maybe some of you who are in that part of the world, maybe we might even be able to catch up and say hello. Loving Father, we just give you thanks today. May we, by faith, just like all these people lived by faith, overcoming, going through things that seemed impossible that you did. May we be men and women in our everyday life just like that. Bless the meetings that are to be, uh, about to take place. Which, which have the single goal, can we reach more people for you and bring people into an ever-deepening relationship with you? Please help us, Lord God. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never, ever far from you.